Hey everybody, welcome back. Or if this is your first time here, welcome. I am April. Um, you want to hear something kind of crazy, kind of wild, kind of out there? Probably doesn't make sense because it doesn't really make sense to me. And yet I totally understand it, if that makes sense at all. Um, I, I want to talk to you today about following your intuition, following your gut, following the thing inside of you that is telling you something, but you can't quite put words to it. And it doesn't make sense when you really think about it, but you just know in your knower that it's the thing to do. It's the thing to say, it's the place to be, whatever all of those things are speaking to you. I know you've experienced it before. And maybe you've even silenced it quite a few times to the point where maybe you hear it, maybe you don't hear it at this point in your life. But I will tell you this, mine is strong and it's alive and I've been connected to that inner voice since I was a kid. I silenced it for some years there in my adulthood, but baby, she's back. Um, so all that to say, here's what I'm actually telling you today. In 2019, November 2019, I started a YouTube channel. For those who know me that are listening to this and have known me for some years or knew me in 2019, <laughs> you probably had no clue. Yeah, I started a YouTube channel. Um, my goal was to help people on this YouTube channel. I talked about a very niche topic, which is erythrophobia. Um, I'll say it again, erythrophobia, erythrophobia, however you want to say it. It is the fear of turning red. A lot of chronic blushers, people who deal with rosacea, people who deal with facial flushing and blushing also deal with urethrophobia. And people who don't even have chronic blushing and flushing, anxiety, hives, anything that turns your skin red. Um, some people just had an episode or a situation happen where somebody called something out and so they have urethrophobia but they don't actually turn red all the time. But for a lot of people, myself included, in the past, have struggled with urethrophobia. Um, I'm happy to say that I no longer suffer, struggle, or all the other words with urethrophobia, the fear of turning red. I, um, I have healed from that. So anyway, back in 2019, I started this YouTube channel to bring some exposure to the fact that I would have this like chest flushing, like just turn super red and splotchy. And it was so embarrassing. And it started, it started happening back in like 2015, 2016, really got a little more predominant back in 2017. So every once in a while I would have this moment where like my chest would get red and splotchy. Usually if I just got hot or if I was in the sun or if I got excited or if I got emotional. And yes, even if I got stressed or overwhelmed and was really uncomfortable, a lot of anxiety could make it happen, but not all the time. A lot of times it just seemed like it was at random. Um, and so I worked, um, with this boss, with my boss who, uh, saw me turn red like that one time and he really called attention to it. He's like, Whoa, did I just upset you or something? And I was like, no, why? And he's like, cause you just turned like super red all over your chest and neck. And I remember looking down at my chest and neck and being like, Oh shit. And I'm like, no, that just happens sometimes. Well, <laughs> from that moment, every time I saw him because he thought it was funny and he also was an authoritative person in my life. Um, every time I saw him, if I was in a conversation with him um, for longer than like a couple of minutes or sometimes less than a couple of minutes, I would just feel like my fight or flight reaction happening and I would start to flush and turn red and splotchy. And then, of course, he would look at it and he would laugh and he would he just thought it was the funniest thing that he could trigger this reaction inside of my body. 
And so that still what's kind of like only happening with him. But then what happened is I started to focus on it and I started to get really insecure about it. And it's like this endless cycle. Like the more you think about it, the more you turn red, the more you fear it, the more you turn red. And so that is what urethrophobia is. It is this fear of turning red. So in turn, you just continuously focus on how you don't want to turn red and you further pull that into your life. So you're constantly turning red. I was in um, some high pressure positions in my company, in, in that company in particular, and then went to another company where I actually was, was doing okay there because it was a new environment. And I remember one day, um, this girl saw me after lunch and I think I'd just come in from taking a walk and she was talking with me and we were chit chatting about something and she just goes, Oh my gosh, are you okay? Are you having an allergic reaction? And it's because I had these splotches on my chest and my neck. And I remember looking down and it was this like sinking feeling of like, damn, like it's with me. And it just made me feel so insecure. And like my confidence would just go out the window, made me feel like a freak, honestly. And so I was like, oh, no, I'm fine. It's not an allergic reaction. And and because like people would draw attention to it, it just gets worse <laughs> because now you have this like thing going on with your skin. Uh, it's really happening on the inside, but it's, it's showing on the outside. And then somebody's calling attention to it, which makes you feel so seen in a way you don't want to be seen and on the spot. And, um, yeah, anyway, so from there on out, just being in a really toxic environment at that point, not because of her, because of other things, it was just super high pressured. And I would always wear these like high neck tops um, because I was in this position where people saw me a lot and I had to talk to people a lot. And I would not flush all the time in those situations. It just would happen when I least expect it, when I'm overwhelmed, when I'm tired, when I'm anxious, but even sometimes just like laughing and having a good time. Actually, not just sometimes, that was a lot of the times. Anytime my body temperature would switch from like one extreme to the other, there would be this internal system that would go off and um, I would flush. So anyway, in 2019, I went to get a root canal done. <laughs> so much fun. And they asked me, did I want the gas? And I just was so uncomfortable with dental procedures and root canals are no fun. That was my second one that I was like, yeah, give me the gas. I'll go for the gas. Um, and they gave me the gas and I, I had my mouth like cranked open. I, you know, the gas numbs you, but I started to feel like I was spinning. Like they gave me too much and I started to like spin and started to panic internally because the gas is calming you. But I was actually like somewhat having a panic attack <laughs> with the gas pulling that down. So I'm like letting the, the oral surgeon know like, whoa, 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 whoa. Um, it's too much, you know, and he turns it down. I come back to normal. He increases the gas just a little bit more or he took it down and then increased it up a little bit, not taking me back to where I was. And I, um, I was calm, but I remember laying there and so, oh, I forgot something totally important about the gas. As I'm late, I'm just starting to get the gas on me. Um, I'm sitting next to this window. It was early in the morning and the window was, had sun coming straight through and I could feel it like on my chest and my body, like on my arm and stuff. I could feel that I was going to get hot laying there because of the way that heat was coming through the window. So as they are putting the gas on me, the assistant asked me, does your neck always get red like that? Oh, I totally forgot that part. That's what got all of this going. Um, 
And I said, yes, it happens when I get hot. And she was like, okay, just making sure. I was just trying to make sure you weren't having like some sort of reaction to latex or something. Cause you know, that's a real thing. People have allergic reactions to latex. And then they put the gas up and I got dizzy and spinny and all the things. And they brought me back down. And I just remember because I couldn't run from that situation where somebody was watching me turn flush and I couldn't see it myself either. Um, and that it actually concerned them that maybe I was having an allergic reaction. And to me, it's just like, it's fine. It's just a normal thing, but normally people don't see it. And, um, as they leveled out the gas and worked on my mouth, I remember just laying there, they were chit-chatting the oral surgeon and the assistant. And I just tears just dripped down my face. And I remember just going internally with myself into this inter internal dialogue and saying to myself, like, I am so sorry. I am so sorry. Like whatever got you to this point, whatever happened to you, whatever thought process was put in any internal dialogue that has happened that I'm unaware of, whatever has made you feel unsafe in your environment around you that is triggering this nervous system fight or flight reaction. I am so sorry. And we're going to heal this together. And I had already started a YouTube channel that was just going to be like an April pointer. Let me tell you something good. And I'd done a few videos and nobody cares. Here's the thing about like a prophet of, is of no honor in their own home is that nobody freaking cares. And I'm not saying that to get your attention or like, oh, come listen to my stuff. Nobody cares. You have no idea how many people that I love and that are close to me and uh, quote unquote support me who have never even read my book before, my first book. You have no idea the people that even if I tell you I have a YouTube channel would not even support it. Um, this podcast you know, I'm doing this for me, but there's a lot of people who claim to like have your back, be there for you, want to support you, want to champion you in your, in the things that you do. They don't. And that's okay. That's, that's a side note. I digress. But the point of that is, is that I started a YouTube channel, um, and it just was getting no traction. Nobody cared. And I was in the shower that night after getting that root canal done. And I remember being in the shower and I remember this like voice inside of me saying, this is what you need to talk about because I was just so down that day. And I was just so tired of having this flushing red skin. I'm just sick of it. It's going to hinder me from so many things in my life. It's just awful. I don't understand it. I can't find answers for it. I've talked to doctors about it before. They're like, it's fine. No big deal. One is like, well, it's cause you are like ADHD and <laughs> your system runs fast. And another person's like, it's fine. It's just your blood vessels. And your, yours just happened to dilate and restrict a little different and it shows through your skin. So anyway, this voice is telling me you're going to do videos about this. You're going to talk about this. And I'm like, hell no, I'm not. So it was so strong on me that I had to talk about it. So I get out of the shower and I put my night clothes on, no makeup, nothing. And I run upstairs and I put the camera on and I just start talking to the camera and I am broken in this video terrified to talk about this on camera. And that's where it started. I told no one. I wanted absolutely nobody to know. I just wanted to put it out there into the world. I had looked for things myself in research of like 
red splotchy chest and neck. Why am I turning red? What does this flushing mean? And there's some stuff out there on the internet and it'll basically tell you that you're dying and it's a lot of scary stuff. But then there's also some like pictures that you can find like red splotchy chest and neck search images and then you'll see something that looks kind of similar. And then you go to the articles and there's nothing there or there's no story there about like why or how they got through it or do they get through it? Did they try something? And so there's a lot I could unpack here if anybody wants to know more about like my journey and I'm sure I'll share some of it here because I think it's important for those who are who are looking and whether you are a flusher or a blusher or not it's something that can still encourage you on your journey to look into solutions for the things that really bother you so anyway I start this channel I'm talking about it I'm doing video after video just talking to nobody and doing it for myself exposing myself to a camera talking about the most vulnerable thing in my life um and one subscriber showed up and I remember like, wow, this is like fully organic. I'm not marketing anything. And a person shows up and then another person shows up and then another person shows up. And here I am like three years later and the channel has like 1400 subscribers, all organic, no marketing efforts, no outside art marketing efforts of, of any sort. Um, and so I got into this place over time where I was like, this is really a, like a niche and people want to know more about this. And, and there's a lot of like back and forth with people from all over the world who I've had the opportunity to meet with through talking about this, which by the way, uh, the whole community around this topic is what I named blushing Phoenix. So if you've seen, even for a second, this channel was called blushing or this not channel, this, um, podcast was called blushing Phoenix. Um, it's because Blushing Phoenix, the YouTube channel was going to just expand into a podcast. And so my whole point of this talk today, now that we're about 15 minutes into this, <laughs> my whole point in telling you about all of the secret YouTube channel is that I got to a point where I was like, you know what, we're going to monetize this thing. In order to monetize on YouTube, you need 1000 subscribers and 4000 watch hours. And I'm like right there, you guys, I'm like I said, 1,400 subscribers, and we're at 3,935 watch hours. And I had this feeling inside of me, this like deep, just knowing it's time to walk away from the channel. And I'm like, that makes no sense. How would you get this close when I could totally do just a few things and a few good videos and monetize the channel? for a different stream of income, it's time to walk away from it. And so a video went out saying that I'm done with the channel and that I'm moving on from it indefinitely. I don't know what the future of that channel holds. I do think there's a lot of good information out there. I am so happy that I went through that journey of talking about my insecurities on camera and sharing it with the world. Because number one, it brought me to a place where I no longer have erythrophobia. Like I still will flush and turn red, not nearly as much um, for one reason, because I've been using a CBD hemp cream that I, I swear by, and I'll link that in the description box here. But um, I do think that that has helped significantly. I think there's a few other things that have really helped significantly, but urethrophobia and overcoming it means that I no longer fear turning red. It doesn't mean that I don't turn red anymore. Like I said, it has reduced significantly, but I don't fear it anymore. I don't care anymore. I'm sure there's a part of me that will always somewhat care, but I just don't fear that I'm going to turn red. And I think that is the, the unlocking is that because I'm not fearing it anymore, it's not in the forefront of my mind all the time. And so therefore it doesn't happen all the time anymore. So 
number one, that's why I felt like it was time to just let the channel go was because it's just time to move on. There's so many other things I want to talk about and share about. And I'm, the thing I would always say on the channel is you are so much more than redness. And I am too. And my life does not revolve around turning red and getting flushed and being splotchy and having to explain what that means. If anything, it's actually opened up dialogue about what it is, what it can mean, what what the background is on a lot of red flushing and um, chronic blushing. And that it's we're okay because we turn red. Like there, there's nothing that makes us truly any different because we might flush or turn red. So um, anyway, all this to say, I had this voice calling out to me um, a few weeks ago when I really first started identifying the postpartum depression. And I just felt like it was time to stop the channel. Now I create videos in advance and post them um, on a schedule. So like even the video, I think it went out um, today is it was recorded like a month ago. So I haven't even touched the channel. I've walked away from it for a while now. Um, but I just really felt like it was time to get back to the basics, to the things that I really love, which is writing, which is speaking, which is just talking about humanity and the things that are deep in my heart and these treasures that I see in my day to day or something that had meaning to me and breaking it down for others who might help them along their journey. And so I, today the video went live that I am no longer going to be posting videos to Blushing Phoenix and the team, the, the community there is so fantastic. They are seriously some of the most amazing people I've ever met. And if you're from, from the Blushing Phoenix community and you found this podcast and you're listening right now, thank you so much. You are a huge, huge part of my healing process. Um, and I'm forever grateful for you. So all of that to say, I keep saying for all of that to say, trying to get to my point here, cause I need to wrap this up is that the channel is out there. It will, I do believe it will still get monetized because it is good content. And there's like, I mean, hundreds maybe of videos, 200 videos or so for people to watch and listen to, um, feel free to go check it out. But I do think it will get monetized. Um, yeah, it'll absolutely get monetized because it's just good information. There are interviews out there where I've talked to some of the most incredible people that are doing great things in the community or who have had their own experiences and had a, a reframing mind shift um, in regards to what they think and feel about flushing and blushing and, and their lives have been transformed. So yeah, I'm going to leave all that information in the box below. I do believe again that that channel will get monetized, but I, I've find it interesting that the more I get caught on building a platform, making something happen out of something that was supposed to be my creative outlet or a healing outlet for me, like my internal voice thing, all of that that's happening in that energy and that space around me, it shuts that shit down. Like I, I don't even care to post videos no more because I know that that the season is over and what, what the channel was originally intended for is not what it is anymore. It became a place for me to obviously connect with others, but I became so much more business minded in it. And I'm like, that's not what it was for. And that's not what I want it to be not here and not now. And so I was telling my husband the other day, I'm like, you know what I've come to the, to the conclusion of, I've come to the conclusion that for all of these years, I have called myself an entrepreneur. I am 100% not an entrepreneur. I am an intuitive creative. I'm an artist and I do things when I feel like it when it comes to like these types of things. And as soon as we start trying to make a marketing plan, as soon as we start try trying to strategize on how we can monetize and make money and build a business and have products for people to buy, there's nothing wrong with that. And, and 
I know that when I have a team with me, I actually can be huge in business and executing things. But in this season right now where I'm at, I am an artist. I am a creative. I am intuitive. I am not an entrepreneur. (laughs) So if anybody's out there trying to make a business out of that niche, it's out there. Take it. Run with it. I'd be happy to speak or be a spokesperson for something that truly helps others and that I believe in, um, which is, again, why I talk about the CBD cream a lot in that community and done videos on it because I do believe that that has contributed a lot to my overall healing and reduction of flushing, period. So, all right, that's a lot to say. That's a lot to unload. But just kind of bringing this back to where we were in the beginning, it's just listening to that voice inside and that intuition that's telling you what the next move is, even when it doesn't make sense. Here I am sitting at like 70 something watch hours away from monetizing a channel, growing. Like I'm looking at my vision board right now. And on my vision board, it says 2,500 YouTube subscribers and I'm at 1,400 and I just don't care. Like I'm not pursuing that anymore. I'm not pursuing numbers. I'm pursuing the feeling and the intuition and the outpouring of what that voice that I believe is connected to the ether, that's connected to that higher power, that higher source is speaking to me and that I will listen and I will follow it where it takes me and I can trust where I'm going to wind up. So if you know anybody who's a chronic blusher or flusher, or if you yourself deal with some of those things or just insecurities around um, excessive sweating, hyperhidrosis and other things, there's a lot of information on that channel about those things. So yes, there are other chronic blushers and flushers out there in the world. I have met them. There are hundreds and thousands of them. I mean, I could go on and on about messages that I've had back and forth with people over the past three years um, who are silently suffering and struggling with urethrophobia and chronic blushing and flushing. And um, anyway, there's a great community out there on Blushing Phoenix. If you go out there, find some people in the comments and just connect with them. There's some fantastic people out there. And if you know somebody who is struggling with urethrophobia, I mean, this is truly a psychological, it, it has a true, a true psychological impact to the point of even people have committed suicide over it. And I talk about that on some of the videos as well. Um, anyway, so there's my big secret. I've had a YouTube channel for the past three years and I'm walking away from it right when it's at its prime. So yay, that makes sense. (laughs) Doesn't have to make sense to you. It doesn't have to make sense to the outside world. It makes sense to me. And so that is my word for you today is that if you have that calling in the inside, that intuition, that thing that is speaking to you about something, especially something that you worked your ass off on and that you've put so much time and energy and effort into, explore it. I had to explore it for a little bit. I had to ask myself, am I sabotaging myself? Am I sabotaging myself on the, as I'm, as I'm approaching this quote unquote success, or is this really where I'm being led? And 100%, I explored it, even though I already knew just, just check in my brain. Cause your, your brain can sabotage you and your brain can tell you some dumb, crazy things sometimes, and you'll believe it. But I checked in with that And once I made the announcement and and kind of spoke it out loud, first of all, to my husband that I was done and I knew it didn't make sense. But then also once I recorded the video and lined it up for schedule to um, go out to the community of Blushing Phoenix and then shared it on the social media, it felt so right and so good. And I feel so freaking free because of it. And I don't know what's next. I don't know what's going to come of anything. I don't, I'm not looking for an outcome anymore. I'm just showing up to what is. So yeah, that's it. (laughs) All right. 
right. Whew, tired. Moving on to the next thing. I'll talk to you all later. See you next time. Well, talk to you next time. I don't really see you, huh? But we'll talk soon. <laughs> Bye.